Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and special guest appearance for this intro only, my little sister, Maddie. What's up, guys? We are very excited. Um, Maddie actually came to visit me. We've had quite the weekend. What, what are, what's your highlight and your low light of this past weekend? I really liked going to Zoe. Good. Um, Just like... Just hanging out with me. I've been in to LA so many times, so like I've done like a lot of the you know yeah, things to do. We don't but, do like the touristy stuff. Yeah, we don't do that stuff. It's just fun going around to like coffee shops and like going out to eat and shopping, of course. Yeah, it's done so, a lot of shopping. She got the yeah. same bag as me, but it's whatever. We're gonna move on. Okay, let's just She also stop has been really stepping up her Instagram game. Yeah, I have been. I've been trying pretty hard. Um it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a low light? Probably not. What does that mean? Like a high and a low. Oh, a high yeah. and a low. Wow. I'm always positive about everything. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go ahead and share my high and my low. Um, So uh, I don't really know how we got on this, but it was just felt it just felt right. You know, I feel like my high would be we've had some great few past few days. My sister booked a flight last second. That's why I asked Taylor if he even knew, because I actually didn't even really know. I just got a text that she booked a flight and. That was that. So well, I didn't know, like, me and Rachel are always so busy at work, so I we didn't realize that next week we had planned months in advance that we had off. So then I looked at the schedule, I was like, wait, Rachel, we're both off next week. So I booked a flight to L.A., and she's coming in today, so we're going to go meet her for dinner tonight, and she's What's my mentor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we also have... No, back to my high and my low. Oh, sorry. Thanks for bringing it over to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My high, we've had some great bonding times. Um, honestly, probably the mall yesterday was really funny. My low. Oh my gosh, that was pro- that was probably my high. It was just the things that we were saying. Maddie met her match with a friend of mine. They love the punny joke things. Friend. Yeah. So, anyways, um, my low would be that I literally had. Okay, so my house is like. I mean, honestly, t- uh, to anyone else, my house is not even messy. Like, it's just I'm like very organized and clean and whatever. But I've been off my routine because Maddie's been in town, and then like my house is like messy, and I've just been go go go. Like, I haven't had like any time to just like do laundry or like have everything organized and whatever. I just don't do well when I'm off my routine. I literally yeah. go crazy. So I had like a mini freak out yesterday because I was just going wild. Like, oh my gosh, I wanted to like die, and I'm like so tired. So that was kind of rough, but other than that, it's been a really good, it's been a good time, you know? And Maddie's just on her phone, so yeah, <laughs> hey, thank hang you. hang up and hang out, hang guys. Up. That's our thing. We do hang up and hang out, but the <laughs> only person who ever says hang up and hang out is the person who just put their phone down. Like, that's yeah. always how it works. It's <laughs> like, I really they've been on their phone for 30 minutes. Like, we'll all be on our phone, then he'll put it down and be like, hey guys, hang up and hang out. Yeah, and we're like, okay. Always. Yeah. Yeah, no. 100%. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, okay, trying to talk to them, trying to talk to them, and then 
they get off the phone and they go, okay, like you wanted to talk to me. It's like, yeah, I did want to talk to you for the last 30 minutes. I've been trying to talk to you, which you've been. I literally did that the other day and I like fell asleep after. Like, I'm not kidding. I was like, get off your phone. And then I was like napping after. It's like actually ridiculous. I read this thing online, which is kind of scaring me actually, is I didn't, I didn't notice this, but they're saying it's an article that says that because of phone usage is so high that we're, because our, our head is now looking down as we walk, you know, as we yeah. hold our phones low, our, our head's like tilted down and our spine is kind of protruding out and it's making these little bulges in our neck. Ew, I believe that. It makes mm-hmm. sense because I'm thinking, holy shit, my posture has gone to shit. I used to I'm trying. Best posture. I used to walk around and people would go, that guy's got great posture. I don't. That guy? Yeah, that guy's got great posture. No, it's for sure killing our posture. I think it's probably doing a lot. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about how I'm moving to LA? Um, no, because you say that all the time, and I just won't believe it until you're literally living here. So we're not even gonna talk there. Why you don't believe me this time? Because you've been saying it for four years. Anyways, guys, yeah, we'll see. We'll see when that happens. Hopefully, Maddie's moving here, but I'm not gonna get my hopes up because I've got my hopes up for four years, and I'm over it. Anyways, everyone, happy 4th of July. I'm so excited for this holiday. Do I know what I'm doing as of right now as we're recording the intro on Tuesday? No, of course not. Will I know what I'm doing until maybe I'm on my way? Probably not. 4th of July is always a very hard thing for me to plan. I feel like in LA, it's very difficult and like people are just whatever. But it's going to be great. I'm so excited. I hope you guys are having a great holiday or you're like off for the weekend listening to this, whatever. Today's episode is very exciting. It's kind of like a throwback to like things we've learned kind of thing. Um, it's with one of my friends, Nico. Nico is awesome. You're going to hear like everything that he does, a bunch about him. I feel like we are like pretty open and honest in this episode. And it was right after I'd gone back from a conference. So I had a lot to say. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to join our secret Facebook group. If you guys are not part of that, you're missing out on half of the fun because we're always talking in there. And it's a very positive, uplifting group and very, very fun. Um, also, I will have everyone's Instagram link down below. My sister wants you guys to follow her. She just mouthed that <laughs> off of the thing. We also have a vlog from this past weekend if you guys want to see what we've been up to. It's on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kinsey Elizabeth. It's so weird because a lot of you guys just listen to the podcast and you don't realize that like I have a YouTube channel. And that's where I started. So it's kind of funny. So I do. Surprise, surprise. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get started. Okay. Hey, Nico. What's going on? Are you excited? Super pumped. We have actually been trying to record for like, I would say six months now at this point. Yeah, at least. But like seriously, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Where we've been like actually trying to schedule this out. Yeah, it, so. took a, it took a bit. So this is a long awaited podcast. Who knows when it's going to go up because I have like eight recorded. So who knows? Mm. I'm glad that we're recording though. 100%. I mean, maybe by the time it's up, we'll have a second one mm-hmm. recorded. Probably. I feel like this one's going to be good. Yeah, I do too. This is a very, if you guys listen, I was just telling Nico, if you guys listen to the Ryan Canerney episodes, this is a very Ryan episode. He's basically a co-host of this podcast at this point. It's like not even. I mean, he's the man. I love Ryan. What a guy. We just FaceTimed him. How did we meet from Zoe Connect, your Connect group? 100%. Yeah. Connect group. Yeah, connect group. So he's also goes to Zoe. He knows like every single one of my friends because we have a lot of mutual friends. But do you want to give a little one minute bio? Little one minute bio, including my name? <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. All right. My name is Nico Ivanov from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I've lived in LA for like four and a half years on team at Zoe Church, the head of production, the Valley location. Shout out to our pastors, Chad and Julia Veach. Um, I manage an artist out here in LA. I came up working in music and now I'm gunning for partner in a company I'm helping build in New York, but, um, it's called Knox Media. So really just out here having fun living in LA. I'm 27 and just thankful. God is good. 
the other day, someone said something to me about you, like randomly. They were telling a story and then they said something about how like they haven't seen you in forever as if like you were dead. And I was like, guys, he's just at the valley location. Like they didn't realize like, I guess where you had been. I was like, no, he's not dead. He's just at the valley. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he's actually like head at the valley. Like he's like really there. I definitely, I mean, I obviously don't feel dead, but, (laughs) but I definitely feel like I miss the L. Ray family. You know, it's like, I talk about this with Kinerney. I talk about it with Tommy Two Guns, like all the time. I'm like, yo, I feel like I haven't seen anybody in so long. So when there's like team leads meetings or anything like that, I try my best to show up to those every time. Yeah. Especially because I just want to like see everybody. That does suck now that there's a PM there because you can't go to the PMs at the LRA. I mean, I love the fact that we have a PM. Like it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hopefully no leadership's listening. (laughs) Um, I love the fact that we have the PM because like there's no churches in the Valley that we know of that have PM services. So it's dope. But for the sake of like seeing the family and all the homies, like it is a little tough. But once we build the team, then I won't have to load out. So then I'll just be able to like. Oh, yeah. Oversee, make sure your squad is good, and then get to the eight. Head out. We have two campuses. Zoe's our church. We have two campuses. That's what we're referring to. By the way, if you guys didn't know. Um, okay, so we're going to do Hot Seat. Hot Seat is one of my favorite games. It's basically just a fancy way of asking questions. Okay? Let's go. Okay, question number one. What is a childhood moment you feel that really defined you? It doesn't have to be like childhood. Childhood, it can be like maybe before moving here or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say a childhood moment or like not even one specific moment that really defined me was, so I grew up with a single mom. She's my world. Shout out to Mama G. But yeah, so I grew up with a single mom and I started playing football when I was like in fifth grade and my football coach really like stepped in to be like my father figure for most of my life. And he basically taught me like everything that I needed to know about being a man. But unfortunately, when I was like 15, he passed away. And I think that that was one of the biggest defining moments for me um, in my youth because it was just like, I mean, not only was it like really tough, like adversity, hardship at such a young age, but um, I still like my best friend, his son, uh, we talk about him all the time, and it's still like a thing where, you know, like carrying his legacy yeah. just means so much. So um, I pride myself on everything that he taught me. But yeah, it's, I'd say like just him coming into my life as a young man, as a as like a kid, and then into being a really young man, still a kid, low key, fifteen. But I'd say that that's a defining moment for my childhood. How old are you now? Don't worry about. Did it. you just did you say it already in this podcast? No, like- I didn't. Maybe no. Yeah, I did. I'm 27. Yeah, I was like, wait, I think you already <laughs> said that. Um, love that. I actually figured, I like when I put that down, I thought you were going to say that. Really? So I would have guessed that, yeah. Well, okay, number two, what is your favorite book? My favorite, the Bible. Okay, besides that. <laughs> all right. Earlier, I was at a Connect, and they were like, what music do you listen to? And I was like, besides the loads of worship music. <laughs> besides like, besides like, the, the like, Zoe BOK yeah. no, EP. Like, yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> No, I'd say um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That book was huge for me. I read that book and it really just changed my entire like outlook on finances and just like adulting. Um, shout out to Andrew Martz. Like we were talking about him earlier. He's, he put me <laughs> on that guy. book and he, I really get like all my reading lists from him. He's probably like one of the most intelligent dudes I know. Yeah, he's and also like, like the coolest guy. We were actually just talking about him. Yeah, yeah. literally living legend. And so... 
like the other day I was at Barnes and Noble because I'm like big on actually buying hard copy books. Um, I love audio books, but I'm pretty big on buying the hard copy books. And I was like walking around, like perusing for like 35 minutes. And I was like, I'm just going to text Andrew. And he went in on a list, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What is that it? book is incredible. Like, give me like a three, a 30 second bio of the book. Basically, it's just like a synopsis of like financial behavior. You know what I mean? Like there's this a dude who grew up and he had his real dad. And then he had a, a gentleman who was basically like a father figure to him outside of his biological father. And his real dad, his biological dad, had what he refers to in the book, a poor man's mentality. And the man that raised him had a rich man's mentality. And bigger than just like financial status of like what's actually in your account it's all starts like a mentality like poverty mindset yeah exactly yeah, i'm and very passionate about this yeah, yeah exactly so um it all just like builds into behaviors and habits and i'm like huge on habits right now i'm like really putting an emphasis on my I am, habits i am so glad that you are right now it's the same so we're going to talk about that but yeah that's amazing i talk about poverty mentality stuff all the time it's a mindset it's way bigger than money it's like every, it affects every aspect of your life. Okay. The last question is what is the best piece of advice you've ever given someone? So this is harder. I know this is why I almost told you before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just think about it recent. The best piece of advice that I've ever given anybody is honestly, um, you know, I, I left my job at Paramount Pictures like six months ago or seven months ago. And I was actually just talking with one of my closest friends back home in Albuquerque is like a little brother to me and he's killing it. He's like very financially stable. He's doing really well for himself, but he just is, he's telling me the other day, he's like, I'm unhappy. And I just kind of shared with him that the reason why I left Paramount and don't get me wrong, Paramount's an amazing company and the people that I worked with there were amazing as well. But I just, at one point or another, just started to feel unhappy and <coughs> not so much with the job, but just like kind of with, the trajectory of my life. So just a full blown conversation about like happiness and fulfillment is much more than like a dollar amount or so like, don't sacrifice that for anybody or anything. You know what I mean? Like God calls you and, and you know, what's like in your heart and in your soul of like, what's going to make you happy. And I truly believe that like, God's going to put you in those places, but he's also going to like put you in a moment where you're going to have to make a decision. Like, are you going to be complacent and chill or are you going to take the leap and like go for it because yeah. sometimes those moments are like super scary but I'd say just go for it no matter what like never be afraid of those moments because they're so defining but I agree yeah Nico's Instagram is really motivational like I feel like I'm listening to one of your Instagram stories right now <laughs> <laughs> like actually okay let's talk about work I can we talk about you leaving Paramount I, yeah okay cool absolutely um so go more into like what you are doing now okay Word. Like, this is, like, also, I feel like, again, I never see you anymore because you're years away at the Valley, which is actually, yeah. like, not even far from my house. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. Basically, I left Paramount Pictures. I was doing, like, creative advertising there for two years. Um, it was an amazing job. But I just kind of had this moment after a while. I was actually, like, a long string of moments, like, talking with Josh Anderson and Pastor Chad and all kinds of people where I was like, you know, this is amazing. And this is a season, but I feel like the season's coming to an end. And I said that probably for like eight months. And then I went to Hawaii to see my dad get married. And when I was there, I was like cliff jumping and I almost drowned. Did like you really? I got, yeah, like I real life got like sucked under by this undercurrent. And we were actually at the cliff where, and forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
where he like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we drove so far to get there. And I was like, I'm jumping off. And all these locals were like, no, the waves are really big. Like, don't go down there. And, and, then did and it, I yeah. was just like, Psh, yeah, okay. Like <laughs> shirts off. I'm going like went, jumped in. Then yeah, they were right. And I got like sucked under and I really, it was like, this is it. And not like over dramatic like no that was like no i was underwater longer than i've ever thought possible that's terrifying that's yeah. my biggest fear and i came back out and i like come up and i'm like bleeding because i'm like getting thrown around in like rocks underneath the water and stuff and my dad standing on top of this cliff with my um stepmom and i'm like yo i almost died he's like yeah but you didn't and i'm like no but bro like i for real like I almost died and he's like yeah but like you didn't and i felt like that was just like the wake up call like in that moment i was like you know what like what's the worst that could happen you know like i'm yeah. so fearful of leaving this job like this financial stability like i'm so set here but i'm so afraid to leave but like honestly what's the worst that's going to happen like i'm going to die like that's actually the worst you know yeah. what i mean like in which case like you know so I left. It was like a six or seven month, like, it was tough. It was just like, yo, what is going on? I'm not not exactly sure. And then the first call I got for 2019 was like a buddy of mine, um, Andre Jenkins. He's the man. He's like a tour management legend. Um, somebody I've looked up to for a long time and have tried to work with for a while. And um, he just called me like literally first day of 2019 and was like, hey, can you go on tour? Dang. And I was like, when? He's like, tomorrow i'm like it was that quick yeah it was that quick wow i was like all right well how long are we gone he's like um just under like seven or six weeks and i'm like bro i've got 24 hours to not only like decide if i want to go but like organize my life like my ministry my team like yeah. well not my ministry but the no, you know your the, team under your the eye. team that i'm on making sure that everything's good that was like my transition point into the valley so kind of like had to delay that and just like not only that but just like Talking to my roommates, like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to be gone for seven weeks. When? Tomorrow. Um, went on tour. And while I was on tour, we were in New York. Um, we were with this artist named Mick Jenkins. And he's amazing, too, by the way. You should listen to his music. But um, And he, like, loves God, too, which is also dope. But we're on tour. We're in New York. He sold out Irving Plaza. While we're there, I meet these guys on social media. Like, I'm just kind of, like, cruising around, like, just on the Explore page in New York, I guess, and met these two dudes in the comments of a photo, started talking with them, and they were in L.A. when I got back doing a photo shoot. And for, like, this big artist they work with, I met up with them, and long story short, like, I got a job with them and been working with them for the last three and a half months, and I'm actually super pumped because I'm going for partner. Like, it went from, like, hey, like, coming on part-time, doing a little bit of stuff here and there, to full-time, to now I'm like, yo, let's do this. Like, what is, like, your actual, like, what's, like, the position? So, I mean, it's a startup company. Okay. We we are a, like, full-service marketing agency and creative agency, like, with a focus on, like, online, you yeah. know, a lot of social media. Um, our so main, it's digital? Yeah, okay. it's a lot of digital marketing. Our main niche is musicians, like musical artists. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a couple clients outside of that, like Rip Van Waffles, who we gave you those, yeah. you know, I sent you those waffles or whatever. They're and then, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're bomb. And then we work with a couple like people that are outside of the music industry as well, like working on their marketing, their branding and all their digital stuff, run all their socials and whatnot, but mainly musical acts. And so 
I was brought on as like an account manager and growth manager. So like very client facing, just creative brainstorms, delivering of content, making sure they're good. Just kind of like checking in with them all the time, making sure that our creatives and like what we're doing are kind of translating full through, like full out from what the client wants to bringing it back to us for us to create it, it going live and the client being happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it kind of just like evolved through that. Cause you know, I have like a lot of experience in production, um, touring, stuff like that. So I actually went full time after Coachella cause we had a producer drop out that we like outsourced. And I was like, all right, I'll go. It's kind of like an emergency where they're like, can you go? I'm like, yeah, of course I can go. Another thing where it was like, when tomorrow, Dang. um, hired one of my best friends who, runs a production company called Space Visuals. They're incredible. We went down to Coachella the next day, shot this artist and just crushed it. Like it was amazing. Full access, like just everything she needed. She had like three sets down at Coachella and I came back and then her management team called and we're just thrilled. And so my bosses were like, yo, it's time to come full time. So I guess to answer the question quickly, like what do I do? Account management, creative content, creative direction on the content and like, production that's cool is this something you like always wanted to do or like what did you think you were going to do when you were younger yeah it's crazy i was actually talking about this with with my boy gato the other day who's the artist that i manage like, like the nicest person you'll ever meet yeah. he's so nice yeah he's a legend <laughs> um so i was talking about this with him yesterday actually like when i was in college i studied marketing and advertising at where U- did you go to school oh you're UNM. Really yeah. i'm so sorry you're all good i went to unm shout out albuquerque Shout out to Lobos. I'm actually wearing a shirt for them right now. It's ironic. But um, yeah, so when I was like at school, I was studying marketing and advertising and I loved music because I was a dancer and I like met Gato when he was 16 and I was 19. I was like, look, I'm going to manage you because I definitely was like, I'm going to be Scooter Braun. Like, that was my thing. I was like, I'm going to be Scooter Braun. Yo, shout out to Scooter Braun. Like one day when I'm working with him, especially if yep. you listen to this podcast or anybody who listens to this, you know, holler at your boy. Have you listened to the Q&A with Gary Vee and Scooter Braun? Yes. It's incredible. So, it's incredible. I have a good, I have a story that I'm going to tell you after we record about that one too, but yeah. anyways, continue. My, uh, actually like the two dudes who founded the company that I'm working for both worked for Gary Vee for like years. That's so incredible. they're legends. Gary's a legend for sure. Long story short. Yeah. This is definitely what I always prayed about and like envisioned for myself when I was in college was like, Hey, I'm going to work with artists. I want to work in marketing. Cause that's like what I studied. That's what I'm passionate about. And now out here in LA and having like our company is based in New York. So I pretty much just pull up and can work from wherever, which is amazing, yeah, especially cool. leaving Paramount. That was like a big thing. I was like, I want to just be able to like be wherever Not go to I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also something with you too, is that all this stuff is like working out and great now. But I think something very important to point out, even especially just in the sense of like, now at Zoe, you have a lot more leadership. Like he did, how long did you do load in and load out? Oh, uh, three years. <laughs> yeah. So he did load in and load out for three years. What time do you guys have to be there? Like 5am? Yeah. Yeah. So like for three years, he has a, we, it's a mobile church. So like you have to literally load everything in and load everything out. It's just what it sounds like for three years did that. Pastor Chad, you were his number one. Like when he talks about people, like when he talks about people, like things just not being handed to people and you have to like, you know, do your time or whatever. He's always like, look at Nico. He ran load and load out for three years. Yo, I remember because I like when the church started, I was doing production with Luke Brent and Van Graal, who was like our first worship leader. 
And that was awesome because that's like the gray zone. Like that's what I love production. Mm-hmm. Hence why like I work in it now and then built up the team. And it was so strong. It was like this well-oiled machine. And then Pastor Chad was like, hey, I want you to take over load in and load out. And you were like, oh, yeah. I remember just being like, uh, okay. And then like absolutely just dreading it at certain points, but having talks with not only him, but other mentors of mine being like, I know that this is going to be worth it. Not even worth it in the sense of like, it's going to add to something and I'm going to like put in my work to get here, but just like worth it for me and God, like this is where God has me. This is where God's placed me. Like I'm going to give it 110%, like be happy about it. And not even, I mean, I did it for three years, but like years two and three are like, I loved it. Like leaving it to go to run production again at the Valley location was almost like, what? Like, I love this though. And it was like, you know, time to, time to take it to the next level. But yeah, I love those load in and load out guys and girls. We had lady legends on the oh, squad. Yeah. Bailey, of course. Bailey, Perla. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forget about that. Yeah. That, yeah. See, I, not me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you were like, like you were now. around, but yeah. yeah I was no. like there and I saw it happening, but I was just busy doing other things, you know? Yeah. Like, you were there's, crushing it. There's a lot of other things there's that needed many, to be done. There's many, many like, things. Starbucks and no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just but those like 5 a.m. mornings are. <laughs> Like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, like loadouts when like the squad was light. I'd say those moments like formed me to like be the the person that I am today, like almost more than anything else. It's like it just defines yes. character oh, on another 100% level. 100% there. I don't know who all of us right now, all of our friends were like really on this discipline kick. And we were, I don't know who, what, who said this, but we were talking about how like people will get in situations like that and people so often I'll be like, okay, I'm here. I know I'm supposed to be here, like in a load in load out thing. And they'll be there for four months and think they've done their time. And it's like, you literally did it for three years. Like that's saying something. Then you look at people who are like, literally did it for four or five months. And then they're like running to other things or think they're too good for it or whatever. And like, basically there's two types of people in the world. And it's like that it's, it's like a self-discipline and character thing. And I think it's a maturity and ownership of your life. Like this is like, such a small thing, but it is, it's like serving at the same time. Like it's like doing that. Like this is the team that no one really was like people love like other teams. Basically, this is like a harder team to be on. So it's like a lot of other people will literally do it for four months. So doing it for three years is like, re- that's really saying something like you're dedicated. Yeah. I Thank like you. joke. I would, I, I'm not actually like, Oh, I won't do anything just so everyone knows, but seriously. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, like guys like Josh Anderson, even, you know, going back to Andrew Martz again, um, Pastor Chad, there's just people in my life, the Ryan Truax that, you know, really came in Ryan. and kept me in there. You know what I mean? In those moments where it was like, this is like we said, it's going to form your character like on another level. It's going to, you know, those moments where you like feel like you're going to crumble, like that's when you can't pull out. And that's, I think, just like life in general. I remember having a conversation with one of my mentors and it was like, if you pull out of this, you're going to be a, sh- the, a shell of the man that you're supposed to be. And it was like, no, this is the definition of like the difference between a hot pocket leader and the crock pot. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, do you want to just be zapped into a leader and like a, like a hot pocket, like you put a hot pocket into the microwave for a minute or whatever. And it, yeah, it's a food, it's a meal, but it has no nutritional value. It provides like <laughs> nothing to anybody in the long run, but it's like no value. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just like, it's here and it's there, but like a crock pot, you know, like my mom would 
cook on the crock pot all the time when I was yeah. young. And it's like, she's cooking it. It's like 16 hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That meat is like soaking all, in all the flavor, like staying in there. And I mean, obviously like to just go with the illustration, like that would probably be painful. You know what I mean? Being like the same hot setting for 16 hours, but you're like soaking it all in and you're able to provide so much more. And even beyond like being able to provide so much more for anybody else, it just provided so much more for me. Mm-hmm. And I think God and I think Pastor Chad and Josh Anderson and all the people that were like a part of that because I literally wouldn't change it for the world. Like I still love ledges. I saw the truck the other day. I gave it a hug. I was like at <laughs> the pastor's gathering. I uh, helped like load out and it was like fun to me. I was like, this is amazing. And everyone like there's a bunch of new faces on that squad now. And they were just like, who are you? <laughs> who is this dude? And I still have keys to that truck, so. <laughs> so you can still take it back if you want. Shout out. Okay, let's start with things we've been learning. So I had Nico come prepared with three slash four things that he has been learning, and then I have three as well. And we're just going to kind of go back and forth. So do you want to start first since you're the guest? Yeah. The first thing that I've, like, really been pressing into and learning right now, especially, like, over the just the course of 2019, is patience. I feel like that was, like, one of, like, my key words for the year was just staying patient and like what we talked about earlier like whether it was with load in and load out um or whether it was like working for Knox you know all of these different things have come through just staying patient and sticking in the grind and it's like I'm in it for the long game you know what I mean I'm I'm not a part of Zoe Church just to do this for a little bit. I'm not yeah. a part of a connect group to be here for a little bit. I'm not a part of Knox Media to be here for like a little bit. I'm not nothing. I don't want anything in my life that I'm really, really dedicating myself to to be for a little bit. Like Gato and I, I've been with him for eight years now. It's like mm-hmm. he ain't go. You know, we, neither of us are going anywhere. You know, these dreams, these goals, you got to be in it for the long game. Yeah, because if you're in it for the short and the quick. It ain't going to last. All right, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about ritual. So we all want to do the right thing and keep our bodies healthy in the long run. You guys know me. I'm super into like health and fitness and taking care of myself. I'm always at Hot Pilates and I'm eating really, really clean. But at the end of the day, you still need your vitamins. So even with doing all of that, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And so this is why we need Ritual. Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. So Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food. So there's two easy to take capsules that provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health you can also take them on an empty stomach this is my favorite thing about them because in the morning i will have you know my hot lemon water it's just my daily routine like a smoothie or whatever i'm someone normally who has to take a vitamin with like a full meal like if i was like having like lunch or something and i just don't want to have to do that it's super annoying but i can have ritual on an empty stomach and feel totally fine so that is my favorite thing about ritual so again they have their no nausea capsule design that's gentle on an empty stomach and there's also mint in every single bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that gross fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s for all the obsessive label readers all of rituals vegan friendly sugar-free non-gmo gluten-free and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the world to see so it's amazing rituals also delivered it's a subscription that is easy to start and it's easy to snooze so it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month no strings attached 
guys you're spending money all the time it's literally one dollar a day to invest into your health i think that's one of the best things that you can invest into is yourself specifically your health so i think that one dollar a day is so so worth it so better health doesn't happen overnight and right now ritual is offering my listeners 10 percent off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash i love you to start your ritual today again that is 10 percent off during your first three months at ritual.com slash i love you r-i-t-u-a-l dot com slash i-l-o-v-e-y-o-u let me know if you guys pick them up they're the absolute best and let's get back to the episode even with yourself too it's like there's so many things like i'm here i'm committed but it's also like being committed to yourself so like that's something that i've been like this summer talking about like routines and stuff like i've been on a new level like I've always been pretty self-disciplined like I've always worked out I've always like whatever but even to a new level where now I have like a new like love for like wellness and a new like I'm like actually interested in like learning about what I'm eating and stuff like that it's like being committed I was talking again to a friend about this the other day and it was like I like with friendships in my life I'm like I do friendships like a little bit different which can like very 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 rarely get me in trouble but it's worth it it's like when I'm in someone's life, I make like a decision. I'm like, okay, we're friends. And that's like a decision that I've made. It's not based off of like, it's not based off of like what you do or whatever. Obviously, because I do that, I normally pick very well. And I'm like very, very not uptight, but like I'm, and I don't want to say exclusive either. And I don't mean that. And like, I, oh, it's an exclusive thing, whatever. But I am very like aware of who I'm letting around me, especially right now. I'm, yeah. like, even more because I'm like, I'm developing, like I'm 21. I'm like in a very like pivotal moment. I'm learning a lot, especially in like the program that I'm in. I'm like, I'm just being very intentional with like who I'm around. So it's like, I'm committed to like knowing the things that you're committed to is one, probably like the number one thing in this, but it's like, I'm committed to like, my church, my job, my friends, my leadership. Like there's nothing really in my life that I would just like dip out on, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's all just like you said, intentionality. Like Mm -hmm. what kind of, what kind of habits are you trying to like sow into your life? Because so I'm like reading this book by Stephen Covey right now. What is it? Um, It's called the seven habits, uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm -hmm. Incredible book. And it's just like, you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you reap a habit. You sow a habit, you, you know, you reap character, you sow character, and you reap destiny. And yeah. so, like, I love that idea that he talks about, you know, from that quote is just, like, I want to sow these habits as, as often as I can, you know, yeah. because that's creating my character. And if I continue to sow and build into that character, then I'm going to reap, like, my destiny. And I love the last sermon series that we were in, the DTR, mm-hmm. defining the relationship. It's like pivotal and important at any age. You know, I'm yeah. 27, you're 21. I wish I was more selective at 21 with who I was spending my time with. I was pretty selective, but at the same time, like, I just got saved. I was kind of like wilding. Yeah. But 27 is now, like, even more so. It's like, do I want new friends? Of course. Do I want to be around people? All the time. But the people that I'm, like, really allowing to influence and, like, have a seat at the table in my life, if you will, like, you need to be really cautious with that. I feel like you're really good about that. Like, I feel like you—how do you do that in a way that's not, like—because even when I'm, like, obviously exclusive is not the word, but, like, how how do you decide— Or I guess maybe like what qualities do you look for in people? For me personally, like it has nothing to do with age. So like we'll start there. 
has nothing to do with age. Just because somebody's older than you doesn't all of a sudden give them like the right to speak into your life, into your life. That's really good. Yep. You know, even like there's, I mean, we have so many like killer leaders across, you know, our lives, whether it's at our church or, you know, other leaders and mentors that, you know, um, that are killing the game for other people. I don't really know. I think it just is kind of like you feel it. You just know when you're nowhere, um, you know, where you're just like, okay, cool. Like before I even met pastor Chad, I already knew that like this dude and I, we were going to connect, we were going to click. And I knew that I could be mentored or pastored by somebody like him. Um, when I meet somebody new and that they're around on a consistent basis, it's kind of just like everybody always gives themselves away. So if you have whether, and that's good or bad, you know what I mean? Their, their agenda and their intentions are going to come out like sooner than later. You know what I mean? Like you and I, we became friends. You were just like coming to connect group all the time, like yeah. faithful to the connect group. Um, there's other people that are faithful to the connect group, but you're just like, you could just feel it. You're like, all right, yeah. cool. Like, I don't want to use like the weird vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm not super like into that vocabulary, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just think bigger than anything. It's just like, you feel it yeah. and people reveal it. I was just telling, I was talking to Ryan about this the other day, which one of my points will go back to this conversation, but I was like, I just know when I'm supposed to invest in a relationship versus when I'm not. And like I said, I'm a very all in friend. Mm -hmm. So I don't even want, like, I don't want to be like half in something. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it's just like, then I'll keep it at like, oh my gosh, how are you? Like, I see them on Sundays and they're amazing. It's just that like, I know it's not for me and I don't want to waste either of our time. And I don't want to be like, like, if I can't be a great friend, then I'm like, there's not really, you know. Yeah. Well, there's no point in doing anything like half-heartedly or whatever. Yeah. And it's also like you have, you have like something, each one of us has something to protect. So it's like, you have to just be so careful. And it doesn't mean that they're, they're like a bad person and you're a bad person. It's just that like some things are just not meant to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, I think also you'll see what kind of investment they're trying to pour in as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. There's plenty of friends or acquaintances, you know, that I think the world of. They're great people, 100%. It just doesn't really, like, develop or blossom into, like, this super tight relationship because yeah, generally because one or both of us is not really investing the time. Yeah. Okay. So my thing that I put, it kind of goes to a bunch of things. I had, I just came back from Bethel Conference, so I have a lot of things of things to say. How but was that? How it was, was that? incredible. Yeah. This will be point number three. I'll talk more about it. But <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. No, but it was just like the idea. And this is something that Joe and I actually used to say all the time, but it's like you either believe it or you don't. And then it's like you either are or you aren't. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's essentially like along the lines of like stop wasting time. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't have, I couldn't have less time to like waste more time. Like there's just not, Mm -hmm. there's nothing in my life, especially now I'm like, I think being on summer break, I've been able to like really like focus on like kind of taking more self inventory and like really focus on like who I like kind of, yeah, I guess just like taking self inventory and like focusing on who I'm around, who I'm with, who I am, like whatever. And I was like, I just don't have time to waste and like almost like 
this is such a like Christian thing, but it's like a season of like preparation. Like I really feel like that is what I'm in. And like, I don't want to, I almost brought this up in your last point and I've brought this up multiple times in the podcast. It's a quote by Christine Kane. I butcher it every time, but it's like, you don't want the light that's shining on you to be bigger than the light that's shining in you. Cause then you'll like fall and crash and burn. And it's like, I never want that to happen. And I want to be like fully prepared. So if that means like letting go of dead weight in my life, whether that be habits, routines, thought patterns, things that I do say people that I'm with, like whatever it is, places that I go, it's like, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Like, I don't want to ever be like, I could have done more or I could have not done more and more so like I could have been more, you know? And if it's like, you're, I'm like, I just don't have time to like waste time. Like I just don't, even with like my like best friends, I was like, okay, this like, and it's never like when I say like, oh, we're not talking about this. I feel like so often people just assume we're talking, like I say like people, but it's like also there's a maturity there to where like, that's like, we're already like far ahead of that. Like, it's not even like talking about like, obviously we're not going to talk about like people. It's like, there's no like, talking poorly about yourself there's no like just random things you're like oh I don't know or maybe or I hope it's like no like you're like what you speak out actually makes a huge difference and it makes a huge difference with like your thought patterns and like also how you speak affects everyone around you so if you aren't doing it for you start just doing it for the people around you and eventually like things will change like things shift by your language so basically I just have no time to waste time completely stopped wasting time and I literally I will say too I am the happiest I think I've ever been in my life and I'm the best I've ever been like, yeah same yeah let's go like ever and I'm 100%. like it's crazy like even the other day they were like Kenzie I've never seen you and like I don't think I even realized it until like literally I was it was like last week I don't even remember like eight people told me that in one day yeah and I was like I don't it's just like I'm shifting things and like I got rid of all the dead weight in my life. Like yeah. that's what it was. And you start to like, it, it starts to project outwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just see it on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can. And then once people start acknowledging it, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah. Like was, you kind of start to look exactly. around and you're like, oh, dang, you know what? Then I think about it. And then, I'm like, you're right. But you endorse that. And once you endorse it, like God's just going to continue to do more. Cause it's like, instead of being like, oh, I stopped saying like, oh, this is so crazy. Like, I can't believe this is happening. No, I can believe it's happening because God yeah. is good. And these are the dreams and goals that I've had in my life. And I've like worked really hard to get here. And I love just the idea of not wasting time. I mean, time and wasting time is all perspective, right? Like you can look at everything, like everything has purpose. Everything has a specific place for you to grow you and shape you, whether that's like a relationship that went poorly or a job that you didn't like, or, you know, a financial loss or whatever it may be, like all of those things, like in a lot of ways would be like, dang, what a waste of time. But also if you shift your perspective, could be like, dang, I learned so much from that. But again, going back to Stephen Covey, like Dude is a legend. You know, he talks about this idea of private victories precede public victories. So I need to be like really wise with my time and my habits and like, what am I doing? Like you said, whether that's like cutting out the dead weight and that's not necessarily even just people that's thought patterns, that's habits. Good. You know, if they're bad, this is how I know too. I feel like I've also said this a million times, but I feel like I've matured seven years in the past few months, especially like relationally, just like friendship wise, like whatever it is. But that's how I know too, because when I think of dead weight and when I think of things that I'm letting go of, it isn't even people anymore because that's just such an obvious or like things like not talking poorly. It's like my thinking is so much higher than that. So it's like so much 
it's so much more than people. And it's like, I feel like I'm being like brought to like a new level because I'm thinking at a new level. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to do number two? Yeah, let's go with it. Oh, I love this. I love this. So actually I was having this conversation with Pastor Chad the other day and he just like, well, he hit me up on a voice memo and was just like, oh, continue to always do this and never forget to always like live to the level of your calling and not to the level of your title. And I just love that so much because it's like we all have goals and dreams and aspirations, but bigger than goals and dreams and aspirations, like, I mean, I pray that you know what you're called to. Yeah. And if you don't, I pray that that gets revealed to you sooner than later. I'm very confident that I know what my calling is. And although I'm not like at the level of my calling yet, like I strive and work to live at that level every day. And that just kind of like feeds back into those like habits, the intentionality. Where am I spending my time? How am I spending my time? What am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? Um, Being committed to things, being in it for the long run, like it all feeds into the greater good, like the greater calling, like what's at the end of the day. That's like the whole concept of the long game is like I can't function off of like what's right now. I got to function and live from from the bliss, like from the blessing from the victory, from, like, the calling. You know what yeah. I mean? So I just, I've been really focused on that concept lately. I love that. that I feel like all of ours are kind of tying in together right now. Um, okay, number two. I have to give a little backstory because it kind of sounds a little bit harsh. And I'll admit, <laughs> it is a little bit harsh. But Ooh, let's go. Yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't know. I mean, it's harsh towards, like, myself. It's not, like, harsh oh, no. towards someone else. But not in, like, a bad way. You know, whatever. <laughs> So, like I said, I was at Bethel Conference this weekend. I went with my good friend, Kat. What a girl. And she was gone. And Kat, I was, the one that I know. Yeah, Caitlin, okay. whatever. Her real name's Caitlin, you know that, right? Oh, okay. Isn't yeah. that weird? I mean, not really, I guess. Oh, well, I just don't see her as a Caitlin at all. Like, it's yeah. weird to me. Anyways, and it's spelled differently than, like, Caitlin. It's, like, not the normal one. Yeah. Does it guess, happen with anyone? Like, no? I mean, no. It's oh. like... if Okay, if a name... if Okay, so if it's Caitlin and Caitlin spelled two different ways it's two completely different names to me and hers is spelled differently yeah i mean i guess kate would be like pretty good shorthand for it yeah see. like kenzie short for mackenzie nico short for nikolai like that's a little different though but yeah like, yeah yeah. okay Kat. well anyways it, it anyways cat really you're a legend yes so we were talking or i was on facetime with ryan canerney and he was just like i don't know we were just having like a good conversation and i was talking about like like we were just talking about like taking self inventory and like how important it is and like who you're investing your time in and who you're like who you're investing your time in what you're investing your time in what you're spending your own time doing whatever and i was talking to him and i was like it's just crazy because i would not consider myself ever someone to have like a low self esteem or like low confidence like i wouldn't i've always been like pretty comfortable with myself i've always been like no i know what i deserve but i think i don't think i know that i will like I don't know, like not abuse grace, but like I will give, I don't think you can ever give too much grace, but I don't think you need to give more opportunities for things to happen again. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like you can, like you can give as much grace and forgiveness as you want, but like that doesn't mean you have to give like another chance. You know what I'm saying? So I was talking to Ryan and I was like, it's just crazy because it was like, and like this sounds so horrible. It really does. But I was like, how... I think about it too in like contracts that I've turned down in the past few months. Like I've been without a manager for like six months, which is a long five months, which is like a very long time for me. 
and I've just been like turning, I don't know, just like turning a bunch of things down. And I like just came to this realization and I was like, how low of myself do I have to think to like put myself in like these situations? So whether that be a bad like relationship, a bad contract, just like a bad, basically anything. I was like, it all goes back to like how you're viewing yourself. And it's just crazy. Cause I was like, I don't ever think it was that. I think more so than anything, I'm like just trying to like make everyone happy. But it was like, more than just making anyone happy. I was like, it's not good because it's not good for anyone involved. And it was just like looking at myself and it's like, I know that I have a huge calling in my life. Like I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know like I have the best friends in the world. I have the best family, like so much support. But I was like, it's just crazy that like, I will still find myself putting myself in positions where it's like, I clearly like, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just been a shift in like, I don't know. I guess it's not like self-worth, but it's, I guess it is. It's like, you have to see yourself. Like when you're talking about calling, it's like living up to that standard already. Like, it's not like, oh, we'll see if we get there. It's like, no, I already know. Like I can walk it out now, you know? And it's like, I'm not going to like make decisions that hurt that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we all go through growth processes, right? And it's, it's funny because we so like, we can give, like, I can sit here and look at you and be like, Kenzie, you're killing it. Like, so proud of you. I've seen you grow so much. Like, you have such a calling on your life. And look at situations, you know, if I was like privy to them and be like, why are you doing this to yourself? You know what yeah. I mean? But it's a lot harder to have that kind of like ref- <laughs> reflection for your own self or like yeah. even that own self-talk of like, when I was younger, you know, 23 or 24, like I could give like the best like motivational like pep talk to like my best friends mm-hmm. you could be going through something and then you know I'd face something and I couldn't talk myself you know talk myself up or like out of a situation yeah. and so I think it's just like giving yourself the grace to grow like yeah you're just growing and you're learning and nothing's you know nothing's like a, a waste you know what I yeah, mean yeah that's like, what I was to say I'm like everything it's like And, like, this has been, like, a few things. It's not, like, one, but it's also, like, every time. I'm not glad that I did it, but I'm, like, I like who I am now so much more. Because of it. Yeah, because of it. And it's not because of, like, I didn't ever not like myself. Like, I don't mean this to be, like, a very, like, bad, depressing thing, but it's, like, I like, I love who I've become through it and how I've handled it and how I've grown. Yeah. And it's cool to see because I'm, like, there are situations that, like, you would think would really bother me, and I literally, like, I don't really care at all. And it's, like crazy to see like so much growth in such a short period of time like it's just wild I don't know but it all really does come from like how you view yourself and like there's a difference like you can know know who you are and you can know your calling you can know all of that but there's a difference between knowing it and like walking it out and I was like I think that I was just like I don't know like I was putting myself I was doing things that I would have done I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like I was just doing stupid things that like I just didn't need to do that. Like when I finally was like, what am I doing? And then I got out of it. I'm like, like everyone's like, there's a reason you're so much happier now. And I'm like, I know because I'm like not being an idiot anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, such is life, like just growing up and, you know, getting older and realizing more about yourself and realizing more about God and getting in closer relationship with God and yourself, you know, like you have self-talk like one of my closest friends that I grew up with he asked me a question like probably a year ago and it like impacted me so much was just like when's the last time that you just looked at yourself or and said like Nico I'm proud of you you know what I mean even through all of because you have so often said like Kenzie 
what are you doing? You know, this, that, or the third, yeah. like kind of beating yourself down. But when you've come out of those moments or when you're like really crushing it, when, when's the last time that you like affirmed yourself? You oh, yeah, know what no, I mean? Now I'm like, wow, I love it. Like now I'm like, I feel so good and I'm so like proud of myself, but it's, it's really not, it's just kind of like, I think with myself too, I have to like ask that those questions to kind of like not like a shock myself, but kind of be like, okay, seriously, like step it up. Yeah. Well, of course you yeah. got to keep everything as checks and balances. Right. But at the end of the day, like when God looks at you, you know what God says. Yeah, exactly. So it's sticking to like, who said it, you yeah. know, like it's sticking to, to that, that thought process and that idea of like who, you know, who is speaking these things in your life. Like at the end of the day, like it's gotta be God. You gotta just be going off the truth that God says to you. And not the lies of the enemy trying to like take you out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. All right. I want to hear or what's number three? This one. I mean, we just kind of been talking about it the entire time, but just habits. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we, we've talked about habits and self-discipline, but furthermore, like some of the habits that have been really focused on for me personally right now have been like, have you ever heard of Aesop's fables? No. Okay. We, actually, I think so. I don't know what it is. Okay. So it's just like. A bunch of different stories that have like illustrations of like life meaning okay. and actually Stephen Covey like referenced uh, one of Aesop's fables of like this goose that's laying the gold like golden eggs and basically there's a farmer who has a goose and long story short like he wakes up in the morning and there's a golden egg and he like can't believe it and he goes and gets it appraised and it's like solid gold and so he's like rich and he wakes up the next morning and there's another golden egg and he wakes up the next morning, there's another golden egg. And he, he, every morning he wakes up and there's just keep like there's a new golden egg every single morning. So this dude is just getting like super rich. He's like balling out of control. And <laughs> balling out of control. Balling out of control. Then he gets so greedy that he goes and kills the goose, thinking that there's just like golden eggs inside the goose. So he's like trying to get to the golden eggs mm-hmm. quicker. I mean, and then obviously there's like, it's just the inside of a goose. Like, it's kind of nasty to think about, but there's no golden egg. So basically it's like not shortchanging the process and understanding that like, yes, we have like, it's, it's good to be conscientious of the production or the product that you want. Like, you know, you're grinding, you're going hard, you know, whether it's your podcast or whether it's like serving on team or building these relationships with your friends and you're after the golden egg, you know, you're after that, like, aha, like good moment. Like I worked so hard at the end of the week. Now, you know, we've accomplished this for this client or we just had an amazing service or whatever it may be, but like focusing on the production capability, AKA like you produce golden eggs but you need to also like focus on your capacity and your capability to produce the golden eggs. So what I'm trying to say is like, instead of just focusing on the product and the end goal all the time, focusing on like what is allowing me to produce golden eggs, right? Yeah. What is allowing me to get to these places for me, like non-negotiable habits, gym, I have to go to the gym every day. If I'm not in the gym, you go to the gym really early. It's yeah. really impressive. <laughs> I'm trying to get like the rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like size wise, like it's physically impossible for me. Like, <laughs> dude is huge, but um, like I need to do that. It's like 
cleansing for me. Same. That's how I am with working out. I have to work out every day. Or else yeah. I'm crazy. It's like mentally, like I'm just like a way nicer person yeah. when I get I'm a sweat so much in. better yeah. when I work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, church. Like I have to be in yeah. church. Like it's not, it's not necessarily just a thing where it's like, oh, I need to like serve. Like, no, I need to like go and receive and like be in community and I'm blessed because like the job that I have allows me to travel. But even that, it's like being intentional with like what is going to to allow the machine to like run and produce more. What is in when I say the machine, like what is going to make me like set me up for success? That's these non-negotiable habits and like pressing into those. So I used to just be super busy when I was young, like in college. I was just like busy almost for the sake of like being busy. That's the biggest thing here is being busy for the sake of being yeah. busy. Yeah. And again, going back to like nothing's a waste, like it taught me how to juggle, taught me a lot of things. But now I look at my schedule and it's like, I would say I'm not busy. I, I just have a full life and I'm blessed to have that. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that like that's a gift. And with that, though, it's like I need to be very, very intentional with making sure that I can produce those golden eggs, produce good quality work. And that's like by reading, by going to the gym, by having my spiritual time with God, whether that's yeah. at church or quiet time in the morning or, or whenever I can get it, you know, not like whenever, but you know, yeah. I, I set up times and set up moments for my habits that will allow me to just be a better version of me. So like, even on the way here, you know, I literally like didn't, like I got some phone calls, didn't answer the phone. It was like very intentional. Like I'm not going to answer the phone because like I just needed to unplug. And like it's really beautiful outside today. Just kind of like enjoy the scenery of like living in L.A. Like sometimes I'll drive to the beach, whatever it may be. So really taking care of instead of just like this constant grind to get get said golden egg is like taking care of yourself. It's like goes back to like what refuels you and rest and like rest isn't laziness rest I could do an entire episode on why rest is so important I learned that the hard way but it's also it's like what refuels you and like you're gonna burn out and then you won't be able to like produce any of that so it's not gonna matter at the end of the day my last thing is just kind of the responsibility of a platform when we were at Bethel conference this weekend I was like looking around and for some reason it's crazy the whole like real story behind it is wild but I looked around and for some reason I was like I'm gonna google how many like people how many people the Microsoft theater seats and they have like what the Grammys there or something right yeah so but they also have Bethel and like Hillsong conference there and I looked around and like the room is huge there's so many people the SBs are there like yeah yeah. there's so many things and I was like there was 7,100 people like it sits 7,100 people and I'm like I've had an audience of bigger than that since I was 16. Like, that's actually crazy when you, like, put that in perspective because I don't really think that way. And also, like, it's different now because, like, I don't hang out with, like, influencer friends. I mean, I actually, I do, but, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, my best friends in the world who, like, live here are not, like, they don't even really, like, Sav literally didn't even realize that, like, my YouTube was, like, a real thing until probably January. Like, she literally <laughs> probably, she thought I was making videos in my, like, bedroom She thought this was, like, a joke? Yeah, she thought it was, like, a joke. Like, she, and then she, now she gets recognized. Like, it's not, I don't know. I think it is, it wasn't that I didn't take it seriously. It was just that, like, I think this weekend especially, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, being able to see that, like, tangibly and see how many people were affected at that conference. I'm like, I've had a way bigger platform than that for literally 
what like how old am I 21 five years like that's crazy so it's just like the responsibility of a platform and like not not that I really do this but it just kind of inspired me to like use it even better and to like only be like to be putting out things that are like really like my biggest thing is that like health overall so it's like emotional spiritual like wellness fitness like personal development like that sort of stuff so it's like just I don't know. It just like really inspired me. And also looking at that, I was like, that is so crazy. Like when I looked around, cause I was like, that's like Instagram likes, that's not even like actually like who's like listening or who's watching. Mm-hmm. Like that's really crazy when you put it in perspective and not that I was taking it for granted, but just like, I don't think I really realized the like weight of it until this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's like actually wild. And then I think about it and I'm like, that's like not like even like Zoe on a weekend. Like that's crazy. Like when I really put that in perspective and I was like, wow, I need to like, not that I need to like be better, but it just like gave me a more like, not like even direction, just more of like, I'm like so grateful, but also it's like, there is a responsibility with that. And I don't want to be someone who's using it and like leading people astray or like, like just doing things or like sharing things that just aren't right or aren't like bettering anyone or like sharing or like being like honest and open and stuff like there's so many things that like I could share but I don't because I'm just like I shouldn't but also like there's also like so much healing that comes from other people's like stories and testimonies so things like I have shared a lot but I also haven't shared a lot Mm -hmm. so I was like there's a lot of things that I'm like I could definitely do but yeah I don't know just the responsibility of a platform like I've just been thinking about it and like using mine better and yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. But like looking around, that was wild. Like it was really crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like the whole concept of like influencer, quote mm-hmm. unquote, in like 2019 is a little wild to me sometimes because I know people like, I mean, even people that like you reference, like somebody like Ryan Kinerney or even like Quentin um, are, you know, countless people that we have as mutual friends that we could name off that to me are more influential you know, in the sake of like, what is actually like influence? You know what I mean? Like, are, am I allowing you to like shape and speak into my life? And if I am, it's because I trust you. Pastor Chad talks about that all the time. It's like influence stems from trust. Mm -hmm. And so people that are like tuned in to you and whether it's your podcast, your Instagram or whatever it may be, they trust you. And so really stewarding that well means everything. And I remember when when I'd like probably like a year or two after I discovered Gatto and we were working together, I was 20, 21. He was like 18. And I remember my mentor, like in music at the time, we were like, oh, we're so ready to like be famous and like be blown up. No, not at all. Like literally praise God. <laughs> we were just so like, yo, we're ready for like this, like rapper, like rock star lifestyle that we thought we wanted and we so often reference it now and like talk about it and laugh like geez like our lives would have fallen apart like had we had that kind of like power influence at that time and we would have probably like represented ourselves and our families in a way that like we didn't want to and um just because of like where we were at in life at that time and so Yeah, no, I love that. I love that you're thinking about that, especially with somebody who has like the following that you do. It's very, very important for you to steward that well. Even with like, I only post, and I was thinking about this and I'm like, I only post certain friends. Like I really do only spend my time with the people that I post like for the most part. But like, I have like a set amount of people that I will, like there's a reason that Ryan is always on this stuff because he's someone that I'm like, he has 
so much to say. Like, he is such a, like, he is, like, at the core of who he is, like, an incredible person. Like, I have, not only is it, like, my influence, but it's, like, I'm able to, like, with other people. It's, like, would I be, I just have to think, like, am I proud of, I don't know how to say it. Like, am I proud of, like, who they are? It's basically an extension of you. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. So, like, like, would I, like, back this person up? I have to, like, really be considerate. And it's, like, I don't want a bunch of random people anyways just for the sake of, like, videos. It's kind of, like, a sitcom people watch. There's, like, characters at that point. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. they know the same people. But I don't ever want to, like, promote someone that I'm not, like, yes. Like, this person, like, if they were to, like, somehow blow up or whatever, I would be, like, absolutely, that's incredible. Like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's, like, people who I think, like, just deserve more influence, you know? So, like, there's a reason I post the people that I do. And I don't think I even... I don't think I really did that intentionally to start off with. But now I'm... It just kind of happened. Yeah. And I've gone through. And it's, like, I don't want to be that person that only follows 100 people on Instagram. But, like, I kind of want to be that person. Because, like, I don't want to... I don't want to follow and have all these people just on my feed. It's such a small thing, but like I went through and like I was following like 850 people last night. I'm following like 400 now. I'm like, I could still go. And then it just gets to the point of like, there's people who will like throw a fit or like think they're unfollowing for some reason when really it's like not that deep, but it's just like also who you're allowing influence you. you Yeah. Well, I mean, what you look at and what you listen to, it's like what shapes you, you know what I mean? It's like, we talk about it. It's like the quote, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Well, if you like, show me what you're reading and you show me what you're listening to and what you're looking at, you can see your future in that as well. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? And so platform and who you're allowing to be on your platform is huge. I mean, they think, I mean, go church. Like it's the exact same yeah. thing, right? Like they're not just, church is not just going to put some random, some like, random person yeah. that like maybe is charismatic or whatever for the sake of putting them on platform with a microphone like no like so it represents zoe at that point or represent, yeah any you yeah know? whichever church like it it represents you it represents zoe it represents what who whatever platform is being shared and needs to be shared well and and stewarded well because the fact that like i'm not about to like put someone on anything that i'm doing who's wilding out mm-hmm. you know like i have a few of like my closest friends that i grew up with that it's not like a hiding it thing by any means, but I'm just not going to like go and promote something that they're doing. Like even some of my like close friends that work in the music industry, like they have certain singles that drop and I'm like, dude, I literally cannot post like the the name yeah. of this song yeah. on my story. And I don't even have a huge following. I'm just not going to do that. Cause yeah. it's like some super explicit like name, like, dude, I'm so happy that you released single and I'm of course going to support you in every way. Cause like you're my friend and I care about you and I want to see you succeed. But for me personally, it's just not going on my platform. Yeah, it just goes to what you promote. Like, yeah. it's really big. And I think that's the thing. Like, everyone has a platform. It's not like you don't have to have, like, numbers on the screen to have a platform. Even without Could be social one. media. Like, literally, it's like an audience of one. Like, honestly, every single person has influence, too. Like, not to be cheesy. But, like, seriously, like, you talk about people like Ryan or people like Quentin, even. Like, it's like they are so influential to every single person Absolutely. that's around them. So it's like, goes back to that. But we have been talking for so long, so we really need to wrap up. Yep. But this is great. I'm glad you came on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Where can they find you? You can find me on all socials at Nico G. Ivanoff. It's kind of like a weird name to spell, but. I'll have it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Throw that down. Perfect. For sure. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. 
All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you guys did, let me know by leaving a very nice review, subscribing to the podcast, following us on Instagram, joining the secret Facebook group, all that stuff. I'm going to have Nico's Instagram down below as well. His Instagram is a good follow because it's very uplifting, encouraging. He always has like a good thought to add. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.